Daylight come and we bomb your homes. Day-oop, day-oop, the first Afghani Royal Air Show. Hey, Mr. Taliban, hand over Bin Laden. Daylight come and we bomb your home. He never has a shave and he's always in pajamas. This is, you're listening to Daylight the Bum Ankle Podcast. I'm Val Gravel. Joining me today is my brother, Ray Gravel. Hello. Joining us today is our other brother, Larry Large. Hello. We're living in the Large Lodge. We're making it a large this week. Always. Make it a large. Su- at make it a large. At make it a large on Twitter. Listen, we're going to supersize. Yeah, that'd be it. Yeah. That's, that is my Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Don't follow us on Twitter at all. I'm not going to say. I don't remember how to what like how I spell my at. I, so. I don't either. It I won't use, be in the description either. I use many symbols and numbers. And I change and it, it change. fairly frequently. Anyway, <laughs> so to start off with, we were thinking about talking about <clears throat> no, having a normal one, John Morand. So it, <clears throat> the story came out in the Washington Post today. Uh, you can look it up. I don't remember the lady's name, but she interviewed the kid. You may recall that there was some altercation in a shoe store, and that was kind of all we knew. And uh, she went and interviewed the shoe store employee to whom it happened. And what happened was, is uh, John Morant's mother went to, I think it's like a famous footwear. Yeah, it's like it's like a Payless space yeah. or like a footwear. And <clears throat> she said, when she got to the front of the line, she said to him, he's black, by the way that he was racist <clears throat> against black people because he helped two white women in front of him. Oh. And then he was, like, trying to help her. Uh, the writer did helpfully point out that this kid makes nine twenty-five an hour. Yeah. No, oh, nice. No commission, right? He's saving up for his next semester of community college, literally. Oh, <laughs> God. And, uh, he just gets terrorized. And so when she gets to the front of the line, um, I actually I should look up who wrote this because it is I I thought it was very well written because part of the issue is is she was mad that he didn't have the color scheme she wanted. And it's some hideous sounding thing. I didn't Google it. Molly Hensley Clancy. Yeah. Props to her. We love from the WAPO. We love the media sometimes. I thought this was some pretty good reportage the every now and then the media will end up being the isis person with which you have to hand it that's actually a good point i'm not going to read the whole article i've already skipped half of it but here's some good writing i was actually this kid's name is busby also if your son has a nike deal why are, are you, you going to the shoe store? Can't you at least go to the employee, the Nike employee store? Can't he call? Can't he make a call? There's 20 witnesses. Oh, my God. Okay. 20? He, he turned 18 last month. This kid, Busby? Yeah, he's five foot three. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, here we go. She became angrier still, Busby said, when he informed her he didn't have the shoe he want she wanted. 
the Nike Vapor Max 2021 orange and cheetah print in her size. Come on. Busby said she began following him around the store and yelling, saying she's going to call her son. Busby's managers uh, sent him to the storeroom, fearing for his safety. He Busby said he did not learn that it was Jamie Morant until John Morant arrived. Uh, Does he not have anything better to do with oh, nine oh, oh, oh. with nine other people? Oh my God! Me, reached by the post, <laughs> Mrs. Morant hung up on the reporter after introducing themselves. Where's the short guy with dreads? Morant kept shouting, according to Busby. <laughs> oh my God! Ma- Romant- Morant, me and my boys are gonna. Pound out this five foot three. What the fuck is wrong with this dude? I want that twink obliterated. Yeah. Morant went into the part of the store that customers aren't allowed, Busby said, and looked through the window into the stock room. He said, Morant then shouted, I'm going to wait until you get off work. I thought, To do what? I thought, Oh, he's trying to get me, Busby said. Like he's trying to hurt me. After Morant left the store, Busby's managers told him to leave, and he slipped out of the mall, fearing Morant might be waiting for him. I was scared to walk out because I didn't know what was going to happen. I've never been in a situation like that in my life. Busby, who makes nine twenty-five an hour, said that losing his pay the next day uh, and the rest of that day stung. He's saving for his next semester of college. He posted on social media about the incident that night, describing it in the same way. Four days later, he went to the Memphis police precinct to report what happened. The resulting report, which the Post obtained through public records request, showed that Busby told the same story to an officer. He told the police that the store had security cameras so they could review footage if needed. But the police never followed up. I just feel like they thought I was lying, basically, Busby said. The report lists the potential offense as intimidation. Uh, List Moran's mother as suspect number one unknown, despite her identity being a Google search away. And though Busby said it was John Moran who did the intimidating, the officer did not report him or refer to him as a suspect in the report, which helped shield the report from the public eye. Memphis police told the Post it had no reports listing Morant as the suspect. Busby goes to college outside of Tennessee. He has not filed suit against Morant and said that he is too busy with his school schedule, so he's not likely to. I'm not the type of person to try to get money from a famous person just because of something they did to me. I am, actually. But Put me on the record as someone who would do that. But he said he felt driven to speak out even if he remained afraid. I still want to be heard because I feel like it's important, Busby said. Just because you're famous, you can't do anything to people that you feel like is regular. Like, we're all the same. And then it goes into a lengthy description of the... uh, Oh my god, it's so long. I'm sorry, that is extremely embarrassing behavior. It's so long. Because then it goes into the fight at the... Oh, so the other incidents involving one Ja Morant. Yeah. And when did this happen? This was like months ago now. At this well, I think it was in the off season. Yeah, yeah, wasn't it like over like last summer? Yeah. Could you imagine having that little, you and your nine homies have that little to do that you're like, we got to go scream at this Foot Locker employee. By the way, he's tiny. 
Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do to him? That's terrible. Beat him up until they had shoes? I didn't even read the whole thing because it's so long it goes through. It's like a deeply reported of every incident. Right, like how how his behavior was unchecked for so long or whatever. It has texts. It's not good. So what did he do when he was like indefinitely suspended? He went to two days of inpatient and then did an interview with Jalen Rose. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to help us, Doc. We've tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. And Well, he's all better now. He's all better now. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling all better now. You know what I'm gonna I want to be let back inside. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, truly, just like well, well, he's a four-year-old acting out, but he's got money and a gun, maybe. Right. And we, it's like, twenty twenty witnesses is like the, I feel like the cops are too lazy to get twenty witnesses. At that point, it's insane. Just the, I can imagine the police being like, "Well, he's a." He's a good boy. He plays basketball. You're trying to bring a good man down. You're saying he did what? I don't believe it. I simply can't, I simply can't believe it. He did what? Oh, that's such a bummer. He's a piece of shit. Fake tough guy. I hope they lose in the playoffs. Yep. Going down right away. Maybe, to the Lakers. Maybe to the Timberwolves. Yeah, if we win the play-in tournament, would we get the seven? Could, we could yeah. absolutely get the That's seven. That's how that works. I guess if we could just we get, get the, the seven s- anyway. Seven or the eight. Yeah. <clears throat> Can we talk about? Oh, let's just talk about the Timberwolves. Sorry, mo- I didn't it, mean to it interrupt. It is technically more pressing, I suppose. Leading into the playoffs, how are we feeling? Everybody was feeling good, and then they lost <laughs> some games. Yeah, Cats being weird, and I was immediately off again. Yeah, cat doing that weird. Like we gotta come. We gotta do it or whatever making weird speeches and then not doing it <coughs> but they won their last game they against the, the nets. nets they've got two more games I against believe. the pelicans without zion yeah that's the last game i think right yeah that might be the last home game the spurs we play the spurs tomorrow okay two days so yeah they play back to back um, on Saturday and Sunday, we should they beat should, the Spurs. They, they have no excuse to not beat the Spurs. Uh, Isn't this hasn't stopped them before? I know the Spurs point differential like like negative eleven. They're terrible. Yeah, um, Wolves are the only team but, with a negative point differential in the top ten. You love to see that, Western but that is a little skewed because a lot of it is from doesn't represent. The team as it is. And what yeah. if D'Lo wins a ring? He's with the Lakers. He's not going to win a ring with the Lakers. Don't worry. Calm I don't. Down. S- I don't see it. Calm down. Uh, but so where we stand, the Timberwolves, uh, <sighs> they are two games back of the six. Well, that's the thing. Right. So they would need to win the last two, and the Warriors lose the last two, and There's two games. Out, I mean, the Lakers and or the Warriors and the Clippers are tied. So they're technically out of two games out of the five. Jeez, you're right. So we could hope ideal scenario is a massive tie. <clears throat> right, because we do have a bunch of tiebreakers. So I think we have a we have a pretty good conference record. We're twenty eight and twenty two in the conference. Or no, 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 I'm looking at the wrong team. That's the Warriors. We're twenty seven and twenty three. So, so we're better. Pretty good. 
That's yeah. That's pretty. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I have no idea how the tiebreaker goes in that scenario. That's a little too much to look at. I think we do have the tiebreaker against the Warriors, though. I believe we do. And the I, I Clippers, right. I think. Um, the Clippers are like a 500 team in the conference, so I would think that we, in a multi-team tiebreaker, we would definitely have the advantage there. And we would but, hope so. But we are currently ninth. We are definitely in the play-in, though. Yep, clinch the play-in. We have to be in the play-in. We um, have to. Dallas and OKC are tied for oh, the 10th spot. Yeah, How do you feel about either of them if we go to the... Well, let's Not talk about great. that. How do we feel about either of the play-in teams? I mean, we're better than them, but again, that hasn't meant anything all season. And it's and who knows how it could shake up because the Lakers and Pelicans are just one game up, right? On the Wolves for the in the seven and eight, and the Wolves are in the nine. I would just be super annoyed if I had to play Dallas in the play-in, you know. I really Ramadan I mean, at, Kyrie. At this point, um, we just gotta really hope to jump up from the nine because you don't want to have to win two games. I really liked when he was talking about Ramadan, and then he said shit. <laughs> A somewhat misunderstanding of the spirit of the whole thing. You know what? It's interesting to me. You know what really clicked into place to me about Kyrie today with the discussion of Ramadan Kyrie? Is that he has the exact same uh, belief system as like the the Fremen in Dude. Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe he just watches. Because, because he's like like Frank Herbert did like Islam mostly but also a bunch of Native American shit (laughs) and just jumbled it all together and that's precisely what Kyrie believes what if he is okay we need to start talking about how Kyrie Kyrie's driving uh, is like walking without rhythm so we won't attract the worm. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> it is hilarious how he is more deep. They <laughs> they beat the Kings somehow. The the the, the Mavs. What are they? I like Kyrie now. What if he gets like blue contact lenses? That would be sick. What, dug into the giving. What do you think? What do you think was in the box when he had to put his hand in the? The scary it's, box. It's pain. It's pain for everyone. The, the point of the Gamjabar is the reason he's it's being administered to him is they recognize he his bloodline has been part of this intergenerational breeding project to bring about the Messiah. That's right. They think it might be him. And they have sensed in him a great untapped power. But it's they're scared of it, so they they give him the Gamjabar to make sure that he, like, is is in fact superhuman. If that makes sense, I understand. Okay, sure. Proceed, Sacramento. <laughs> I'm just saying. I thought it was interesting to see that Sacramento is the only team with a winning record away from home, and they're like ten games over 500. Everybody else is like the the. Grizzlies are like terrible on the road. Same thing with Denver. So I feel like all these teams are simply fake, and I don't believe in them. Should make the playoffs very interesting. I mean, it's that's un- true. I just don't know what to think. Like on the road, anything could happen. 
Memphis is 15 and 24 on the road. Ooh. Golden State is 9 and 30. A real Ooh. stinker. Although, can't you believe them to go like 9 and 24 and then in the just playoffs? be good? Yeah, yeah. they're gonna be. Yeah, and then the playoffs I, yeah. is just the tenth. <laughs> I still kind of feel like, what if Golden State just kind of like wins again? Yeah, they might yeah. just they might just be like, okay, now it's time to be I the feel best team. Like, it doesn't seem like I it. I wasn't but... I wasn't old enough to remember this precisely, but there were uh, Kobe years like that. Yeah, and the, or sure. the Heat when when they would just be like, yeah, we're gonna play hard now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very frustrating. Um. Same could be said about the Lakers, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, exa- like, and the Clippers even. That's another team that's just like, yeah, we're not going to play until the playoffs. And, like, Phoenix, who fucking knows? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really going to be a toss up. It's going to be interesting. You know what? I am sort of of the opinion that the first round is the best round of the playoffs every year, it's the most entertaining part of the year. Yeah. To me, because there's th- like two to three games a night. They're all exciting. They're all meaningful. Um, it looks like the Eastern. There's some sweeps, set. but what are you going to do? The Eastern Conference is almost entirely set. They at least have the 10 teams. Yeah. yeah. Not like in the West where you got the Thunder and the Mavs fighting it out for that last 10th f- spot. The first five seeds are all set as well. It's really like Brooklyn and Miami and like Atlanta that could switch. That's kind of it. It's kind of a weird. Also, I'm tired of hearing about Joel Embiid. I know we talk oh about it all God. the time. If I could vote for MVP, I'd vote for Giannis just yeah. to be done with it. They have they won 58 games and like Chris Milton was injured a lot of the time. He so left he, last night. I I'm going with Giannis. Suck my dick. 58 games. Your coach shouldn't Oh god, it's so irritating. I hope they lose in the first round. Let's see who they play. They would play Brooklyn. We are uh we <laughs> That'd are be very funny. We are uh we are Joel's like personal buck nasties haters yeah. of haters of the year. I mean if if they don't I'm pushing narratives about Joel and me is that he's a bitch. <laughs> insofar <laughs> as insofar as anyone gets the narrative we push, the narrative is is that Let it be known that this is the narrative. The narrative is he's a bitch. They're gonna lose to Brooklyn in the yeah, Brooklyn is somehow eight games over five hundred. They're in the sixth spot. As infuriating. They could avoid the play in entirely, which is insane. Good for Spencer <sighs> Dinwiddie. Yeah. Crypto Spencer. <laughs> I'm never gonna forget that, Spencer. Getting that uh getting that paycheck in crypto where it's like a tenth of what he got paid I saw that (laughs) sorry I was trying to do Seinfeld what yeah. is the shape of water? <laughs> it apparently looks like a fish with a dick. Have we done this bit before? No, I don't. <laughs> we've we've well, talked about Seinfeld the shape. Before, we've talked about the shape, the shape of water <laughs> as well. We've done Seinfeld, and we've talked about the shape of water. It's two great tastes that go uh, 
great together. I thought water took the form of its container. What's going on with his thumb? <laughs> anyway, so we were gonna <laughs> we were gonna talk about the twins because we don't have anything else to say about the Timberwolves other than we're, what what we're the nervous. the playoffs are gonna start soon. So we'll let you know. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Stay. Stay tuned. Anyway, so now we're going to focus on something positive. The 4-2 and two Minnesota Twins. Woo-hoo. Woo! We came to you after opening day where we shut them out, the Royals out 2 nothing, and the pitching hasn't gotten any worse. Yay! The pitching is let's talk about the Let's talk about the starting pitching because that's been the the number one most impressive thing so far. Well, Pablo especially, I think, yeah. looks great. Two starts from Pablo Lopez we've seen so far. In the words of um, Dr. Jonas Fencher, the future is wow. <laughs> I mean, he looks pretty fucking good. He's throwing it like 96 consistently. Yeah, his fastball looks, it's looks awesome. It's the, the sweeper. Like he's not throwing the changeup that much, which I think is great, because it like once you he like got one guy with it, yeah, on like strike three the other day. He'll get guys looking at it on strike three all the time. It's so beautiful, where he, like it's just like well, it's not a fastball, fuck, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, but like it's the it's the sweeper. This they keep describing it as something between a slider and a curve which i always understood as the pitch type slurve slurve like it's it's really funny listening to like gleeman talk about cuz he's like it's got more like horizontal like he keep, like horizontal break instead of vertical break it's like just say it's a just say call it the sweeper we all watch the games all right what are we doing here uh and it's a good pitch it's fucking working so far nobody can hit it they also it's a swing and miss pitch against at least shitty teams, um, except uh, Jorge Soler did hit a bunch of home runs. That was a kind of a bummer. Well, that it, that happens. Yeah, but the uh, the pitching Jorge, I mean but Jorge Lopez. We've seen him once or twice. He's okay. Pablo he, is incredible. But he Indeed. yeah, because he gave up the solo home run to Soler, and that's the only run yeah. he's given up. He made one mistake that whole game, mm-hmm. and he didn't give up any runs in his first game so that's the only run he's allowed so eight strikeouts in seven innings last game three hits one walk so you know an unbelievable whip i know uh uh, val always loves to point out the whip great whip a great whip yeah he's a 0.73 era now I do believe he did this last year where he was like the first 12 starts he was a Cy Young candidate and then ended with a 3.75 ERA. So it could be another hot start, maybe slow decline, but I'll take the fucking hot start. Yeah, well, I, they I, don't make you give the wins back. I can't speak <laughs> for what's going to happen 10 weeks from now. Uh but I for did right now. A okay. Speaking of f- former twin starting pitching, I did see that Barrios got shelled by the Royals. No, by the Royals. Yeah, so he's just bad. Yeah, I, I, I honestly hate to see it. That um, is tough. He like because it used to be he was good for us for four months a season, yeah, and then he'd, August, and then he'd be bad. August fall apart in August. In, and, in August, and then but now he's just bad all the time. Sorry, Toronto. It's too bad. I hope those prospects you gave us turn out to be anything, because if they are, we win. 
We win the trade. We win. I like to win. That's something that I feel like we could talk about with Falvey and Levine is that it kind of seems like they've ripped people off in trades pretty consistently. Yeah. Like the Joe Ryan trade is like we've already absolutely done laps around him on that one. Which Nelson Cruz. That was Nelson Cruz. Well, we traded Nelson Cruz yeah. to them for two pitchers, one of which is already just a starter yeah, in our a, rotation. That's insane. That's a dub. Fleece. That's a huge dub because Fleece. Nelson Cruz was awful for them. He didn't do anything. Now he's on he's on San Diego now. Uh, so that's a dub. Uh, we'll see if any of the prospects we sent the Reds, are, if they're any good, because we've sent them a lot of prospects. Yeah, we got a bunch of former Reds on the team. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we'll see how that turns Trevor out. Trevor looked good, speaking of former Tyler Reds. Malley. It's tough, Trevor I know. Movie. Uh, Ty- but Tyler, he did look really good. It's weird because he struck out seven guys but, like, didn't throw any good breaking pitches at all. Uh, it was almost all fastball, which was the problem last year for us because when he, he, like, kept coming out and throwing 89. Uh, so if he's throwing hard, yeah. we're fucking golden. As the number four pitcher... Are you kidding me? That's kind of the thing that I'm most pumped about. Is the number four and five pitchers all like struck out sixteen guys in ten innings. Mm-hmm. It's like that's pretty fucking good. That's reason to be excited. You we get in- to, we get Houston next coming in for the home opener. Very interesting. So that'll be a bit of a a bit of a a test, a step up from from our early competition. Yeah. It was pretty clear that both the. The Royals have like young guys who are probably good hitters, but they certainly weren't hitting good uh, the first series. And then they killed. They did. I mean, they, you know. Yeah, but Barrios has a tendency to throw some real fucking batting practice. I think they got shut out last night, too. Well, yeah, they're bad. Certainly no shame in that for a Twins fan. And, um, And the Marlins also, like, they're a step up from the Royals. Like, the Royals, I think, are a 70-win team. Yeah, the Marlins are like a 500 team, probably. At least with those. If you have two starters as good as Alcantara and Lusardo. That's part of why... Nasty. That's part of why I'm coming out of like four and two is like is like good, but I'm coming out feeling great because both those guys looked insane. It's like that's what it took to beat us, and we almost still won those games anyway. Yes, like it could have it could have gone the other way, especially that that last one. It was really yeah. just. Uh, I did think Gilbar came in. I made some Randall mistakes. Stu put it best when he said we won't have to play them again until the World Series. <laughs> good point. Exactly. God, if they could sneak into the playoffs, I would be so pissed if I had to play against them in a three yeah, in a I game was, where in a seri- a five game series. I'd be horrified. I'd be like the Marlins, <laughs> the wild card Marlins. No, gonna, no, no way. Time World ass, Series. Champion. I'd rather not have my team get cursed. I'm gonna get my ass beat in an empty stadium. Yeah. Oh my God! It is a funeral home in there, dude. That's so sad. There's like they report the attendance is like nine thousand, and that is that is, it's horrible and so it's borderline scary and and it's especially depressing to see it now after watching the World Baseball Classic where the place was fucking jam packed. Yeah, it was hopping. That shit was like wow. Look at how cool this could be. We've I think we've talked about this before. How Miami should be a good a great like, baseball fun city, baseball town, but, but no, they just they just can't do it. Well, here's, they can't do it in Florida. Here's it. Here's I have a proposition for Derek. G- Does Derek Jeter still own the team? 
I think Did he sell. I think he's involved somehow. Anyway, Derek Jeter, if you're listening, they have the I, fee, they have the f- one the sole female GM. Well, she doesn't have any say in this. Derek Jeter, if you're listening, you need to rebrand this team to appeal to your town, and that does not mean necessarily like their heritage. What I'm talking about is you need to. You need to match their ideology. Yeah. And so what you should be called is like the Miami Joseph McCarthy's. Or I yeah, like I wouldn't even do Cuban. Just be like old Jewish farts. That'd be good too. They love yeah. baseball. The Marlin the the Miami Maccabees. <laughs> Retirees. That's who your primary demographic is. They've got time to go to day games. You can offer to host a lot of day games, yes. like the like you could be like Wrigley before they put lights in. I just like they. It sucks watching baseball get played in there because it's never going to be like the that Miami again. Messiahs. <laughs> All right, I'm just throwing stuff out there. <laughs> but the uh, so okay, so I feel like the starters we've all been impressed. Actually, the worst looking starter was Sonny Gray. He didn't. He struck one guy out and like walked five guys, but it was the Royals, so they couldn't do anything anyway. Uh, so you know we and I'm feeling great about our our pitching. Joe Ryan looked just like Joe Ryan. He looked pretty good. Yep. Uh, just reliable. Uh, like a, he still looks like a goofball. Duran is throwing heat. Yeah. Uh, the the unreal. the bullpen could be shaky. Who who knows? We'll see. Duran looks great still. That's you the most important I, thing. You know what I want to talk about? The bat. Yeah, let's talk about... The, the only, I feel like the only thing that could give you like any quote-unquote real concern, because they haven't like had that many great games, but no. overall we faced pretty good pitching, so I'm not that worried. I'm loving Trevor Larnick. Should we talk about Larnick? Let's I feel like he's, he's the man so far. I think we need a... We need a we need a nickname for him. He's I mean he's Trevor Tanks. We call him Trevor Tanks um when he's hitting the ball. Good. What about Clever Trevor? <laughs> I kinda like that too. Sure. I'm probably uh, still gonna call him Trevor Tanks. Yeah, especially like if he's Trevor hitting Trevor. bombs. <laughs> uh but he's looking really good. He's looking like a guy who doesn't want to go back to triple A, god damn it. Right, as as I was hearing mostly that he was probably gonna be the odd guy out. And that if he if everyone had been healthy, he might not He'd have been be in on triple the team. A. Yeah, and he's been one of our best hitters. It's been great. They put him right in the number four spot and said, "Let her rip, buddy." You know, they he, did. Had, a, he had a big home run off of a lefty. Yeah, uh, it's been awesome. Uh, it's it's really ha- it's really nice to see at least one of the guys we drafted as like a big bad because like it's been him and Kirilov. They've always been together as like these two left-handed power bats in the minors and like now at least we can we see one of them just producing hopefully he can stay healthy that's been a thing that you know he struggled with but when he's been healthy he's fucking hit so he and i think he's earned his spot on the roster like absolutely is is kirloff gonna come back and are they just gonna be like yeah you're in pal i don't don't think so have to see what happens there. I mean, that problem will solve itself. Somebody will be injured. Yes. That's kind of how it'll work. Pretty much. Um, 
We've also had how about three home runs already for Joey Gallo? Dude. He takes them to the gallows. Small market gallo that's is back. Yeah, let's go. I love that. Uh some guys are small market guys. That's just how it works. And he's clanging and banging. When he when he it, it is the truth that when he makes contact it's it's a home run, pretty much. <laughs> Because that one, the double he got was also like a hundred twelve off the bat. It was just like a line drive, so it hit the fence. That one he gave that uh, he took off a Cueto was a oh, real yeah, just like a slider down the middle, just like that, boom. That was a real spicy <laughs> meatball. Oh my god, that was sick! And then he hit the three run bomb. That was his second one that game or whatever. Or no, that was the that was the Royals game. Sorry. Oh, there was something I wanted to talk about. I'm going to maybe move this back, but about Kenta Maeda. Oh, yeah. We never talked about Kenta Maeda. Mm-hmm. Only in passing. Um, looked really good. He looked really good. People, I was worried, but... I think we all had a little bit of concern yeah, when he just nice. left the game. But So, I wanted to point out something that happened more or less contemporaneously in a different sport. At just a little tangent about Luca. When okay. Luca did that interview and he was like, I haven't been playing very well because I'm tired. I'm real sleepy. He's like, I've I've played basketball like for two years straight. And I haven't had any time off. I'm tired. I'm just and, tired, uh, man. And it's just interesting that international players don't have that like Protestant work ethic, you know? No, they they're like I want to have they want to have their August off, bro. Yeah, well, or they're just they're just more forthcoming about not wanting like what not wanting to push themselves. They're not gonna lie to the media about it. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, not I'm gonna be like gassed, bro. Or they're not gonna be like I'm pitching hurt. God damn it. That's a, that's what always pisses me off about like especially twins injury. Who was a good dealing? example? Or like Brian Dozier just played hurt. Like Er Malley last year, like when he was throwing eighty nine, like in the second inning, and like they'd go out to the mound and they'd be like, So the, were those change ups? And he's like, I feel good. I feel and, great. And then they're like, All right, we'll give you one more and then he gives up a home run because he's throwing eighty eight. And, like, the, and then they come back out and they're like, "Yeah, you're done. Get back in the dugout, pal." Like, what are you talking about? Like, like Sam Dyson. Yeah. What Sam Dyson? He's just like, "I'm good." <laughs> we get we trade for this guy, and it's what just like, "Oh, about? his arm just like doesn't work." Yeah, I can't throw. The guy that abused a cat. Yeah, he threw his cat at his girlfriend, allegedly. Bad guy, actual bad guy. Uh, Bad guy in one of the worst trades. Ever. Yeah, we got rid of Lamont Wade, who turned into to like prime He's time their Lamont. Starting first baseman. Yeah. Oh, here's a a reliever I wanted to mention. I think Alcala's looked really good, despite the fact that he doesn't he he hasn't been throwing as hard. I think that actually bodes pretty well for him as a pitcher, because like I think he's only getting it to like ninety five. And basically that I've seen, which he used to throw like ninety nine. I've seen I feel like I've seen him get a hundred before. But like his slider is like nasty. He he they gave him two innings to pitch in the blowout game and he was just like 
mowing those guys down. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, so I I'm I really hope that if either like Jorge Lopez or if Jax or one of those guys like turns out to not quite take the leap we were hoping that like Alcala can still be there and be a, a floor. And also Paganas looked pretty like okay. I'm happy to see him in the mop up role because I think he's so he's overqualified for that. Are you sure? Well, exactly. That's what I mean. like. He he be perfectly he, qualified. He looks I mean, better than that when he pitches in that role. But I I just want I just hope that the pitching staff has dis or the 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 coaching staff has the discipline yeah. to despite his success in this role to not promote him. Like, I I sure. I, I sure do not trust him. It's just like no, I I hope you have a a sub three ERA in mop up. That'd be so cool. That might even help us win a game or two over the course of a season. If you just give us two innings of just like fine enough work, if we're down four, we love it. You know what I mean? We love. That's it. That's what we're hoping to get out of you this season. You haven't shown us anything better (laughs) to be honest you've shown us only the ability to lose games yes you lost us a lot of fucking games last year so So sorry this is what you get for that he he was a part of the 27 blown saves or whatever it was yeah so sorry pal Alcala is look. I mean, or, uh, I already mentioned Alcala, but like you know, Duran still looks like he can throw a hundred three, so that shouldn't be much of a problem. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> so awesome to watch. It is so funny to watch him throw like lead a start a batter off with three curveballs for some reason. <laughs> and it's just like, hey man, I get it. Like that's a pretty cool eighty nine mile an hour curveball or whatever. But you also throw a hundred three. I so. also want to say by extension. I think Christian Vasquez is doing a very good job. Yes, mm-hmm. our ca- both, both of our catchers—they're yeah. both hitting the ball really well. And I—I I think I do uh, anecdotally kind of buy that. Like Vasquez seems to call a pretty like reasonable game uh, as a catcher. Did it say? Didn't one of them call his own? No, Grinky calls his own pitches. Oh, yeah, that I wouldn't be surprised point. if Kenta calls his own pitches sometimes. He seems like the guy who could call his own pitches, sure. but I feel like it's usually the it's been the catchers. Shohei calls his own. That's one of my favorite my my favorite new ways to call timeout to cheat the pitch clock is to just say that your pitch comm is not working. You just like point at your you just point at your hat and be like, I don't know, I don't know. And then, you don't have backup signs. Yeah, I I forgot the signs so. Uh, and then they have to send the bat boy out with like a stack of them to be like, here's uh, here here's this one and good stuff. It was nice to see Jeffers, uh, Jeffers just golf one out against oh, yeah. a position player that was pitching. Yeah, he did just crank one against their <laughs> the opposing team's catcher. Uh, good stuff. I I like that there wasn't a controversy about it. No, it was just, um, he just kind of lobbed one down the middle, and Jeffers just took a big old hack and knocked it over the fence. I think that's really what killed the White Sox season last year. Or was that the year before? It was when Astadio was on. Or no. It was their, it was their version of Astadio. That guy was hitting like 400 or something. Yes. Wasn't when he they, a rookie? Yeah, he they called a really hot rookie for them. And then he, he ruined it. He's so hot. TLR ruined his career. I'm sorry I forgot his name. 
I can't remember either. He was a catcher. I, I don't. He's been unpersonal. That was a three zero pitch, right? Yeah. It was so funny. I was like, "Who is mad about this?" And was it was it a, was it a grand slam as well? Who I think so, it, but it was just like I. It, it was just so funny, like that your own manager would be like, "How dare you!" This old fart, just being like, "That was some rude shit you just did." I think I was at that game. I'm actually not sure. Maybe I think I was because I didn't really. It was think like of- your mean Mercedes or something like that. I don't remember. Wild. I think I might have actually just gotten that right. I fucking did. Hell yeah. Not the kind of person to say a totoso, but you know what? A totoso. A fucking a totoso. What a champion. It is your mean Mercedes. What a what a winner. The Yerminator. I didn't. I didn't. I I know it happened, but I didn't look it up. But as far as our this week's Atodoso, at least one of us correctly called the first home run in the game. I think it was Ray. I did. I called Gallo hitting the first home run, and he hit the first two. Kepler did hit uh, yeah. the second. He was the second guy to hit a home run. It was his first hit of the season. Yeah, and he's that's like the only thing he's done. Infuriating. And then he got... And then he got hurt and was out for the last game. Or at least he he came out of the game after running to first base and then missed a game. I don't I haven't heard anything about his status or anything. I thought I heard that he wasn't like badly injured. Who? Sorry. Max Kepler. Kepler. Yeah. It was, it was more like he they said was, knee soreness. Was soreness, yeah. But he but they kept him out for the next game. To be safe. Gave him an excuse to not have to hit leadoff. Byron yeah. Buxton's kicking ass. Yep. Yes. It's, it's working. The idea of him DHing with just Taylor taking center field duties, it's working perfectly well. Taylor does look pretty slick out there. Very sure-handed. I love seeing him out there. So, honestly, the team the team does look kind of built for the season at least. Mm-hmm. Um. The depth is being tested already, so hopefully when guys get back from injury, we can, you know, look even. You know, I'm really hoping Kirilov looks like he's supposed to look. Yes. I hope his wrist doesn't hurt so goddamn bad, buddy. I really, I hope you uh, when maybe. he's been healthy, he's been good. Maybe you should do some steroids. Just a thought. <laughs> Just a thought. Cheat. Consider it. While you're in the minors, they don't care as much when you're down there. Just saying idea just think about it we'll stash you in the florida coast league or whatever keep you in fort myers we'll wear out all your veins he's just gonna come back with like a three inch increase in head size (laughs) my wrist's all good coach he comes back as like rock fighter from never ending (laughs) story yeah They look like big, good, strong hands, don't they? I always thought that's what they were. (laughs) I'm fucking pumped about this team. They're going to go to the World Series. Yeah, I just, it's a team that I'm excited to watch play more. It's one of the, like, like, they could have played outside of this today. 
it it is funny the the temperature is going down and down for tomorrow so it's it looks like it's going to be like 45 right it's like oh, it's, oh n- it's too cold for me to make a million dollars today wear your coat put a coat on put on a turtleneck and some long johns joe ryan can put on his mock turtleneck yeah <laughs> there's no yeah. but there's no such thing as bad weather there's just bad clothes you cowards! But my point being just that it's a it's a team that gets me excited to watch them every day. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see. How are we feeling about the the pitch clock, the fast games? We've got a full week of of fast games. We had a sub two hour game. Yes, a one hour fifty seven. Me likey. Yeah. yeah, honestly, I'm super fucking no into it. Problem. I I saw an interesting post that someone posted uh, on Twitter or something that they said the stuff that they implemented earlier to help save time, like the Ghost Runner, for example, should just now be taken away because they kind of fixed the problem. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I I agree. Uh, The Ghost Runner is the only rule that I think that Manfred has put in that, like, is actually bad. I think Especially if you're cutting down... If the time of game this yeah. much, it's like, oh, well, then that makes that... At this rate, an extra inning game, uh, would it would it would feel like it took forever if it got to three hours. Right. <laughs> like, that's kind of... Like, two and a half for opening day, like, kind of, it was like, has, like, been long. For, uh, that, that was, like, how long the first, the, op- the first game of the season was. And at that time, we were like, damn, that was crisp. And now, now we're, like, getting these, like, pitching duels that are just, like... If Mark Burley started every game, mm-hmm. just flying by, <laughs> just working like crazy. This is Burley World, and I love it. This is like going to baseball games with my dad when he would just bitch and moan about like guys doing their batting gloves and stuff for like years. He would do this, yeah. <laughs> and now it's and now he, he can't watch it, yeah, because of it's not on TV. The worst company in the world. Go out of business already. Did you hear why they're holding out on us? No. No. Tell me. Please enlighten us. So basically they've defaulted on their payments to specifically Cleveland and Minnesota. And they're saying it's because we don't bring in enough viewership. Oh, no. I wonder why that is. We're not bringing enough. because you guys suck. We don't bring enough to the table. We're the only markets that are just willing to not eat shit. Yeah, we're the only markets with any self-respect. We'll take our ball and go home. Fuck you. I'm just going to watch it with a VPN. Psych. Do you think I'm... Do you take me for a fool? We'll find the websites. We will watch the twins. You're not going to stop me. Really embarrassing you stuff. Will not stop I'm me. willing there's to no, pay for it. There's no stopping me. I'm only going through this much effort because there's not something easier to do. Yeah, they make it so annoying. I'm not gonna get cable. No, neither am I. It's insane. Although if I could bundle it with the internet, now we could start right. talking about that. Editing that out. <laughs> <laughs>
soon. <laughs> God, he does look old as shit. It's hilarious. I love it. Grand, go, Grandpa Kevin. I do love Kevin Love. We're watching the Philly. The Phillies. The Phillies have taken the, the taken the court. The Marlins and the Phillies are on TV right yeah. now. And when we watch um, Star Trek on H and I, the best local channel. There's a lot of like Walgreens commercials where they'll be like, cool. you can text them and they'll tell you which pill you're supposed to take. <laughs> and stuff. It's really funny. It's pretty good. Your children want you to die. It's like like this guy and he like fumbles his like the the weekly the pill separator thing or whatever. He he calls he he calls Walgreens and it's like the guy from Scream. (laughs) I and like it it all it turns into black and white and goes into slow motion and. What about robots? Oh, they're everywhere. I don't even know why the scientists make them. I'm Sam Waterston of the popular TV series Law & Order. As a senior citizen, you're probably aware of the threat robots pose. Robots are everywhere, and they eat old people's medicine for fuel. Philadelphia got called for a travel, and I I don't think I could ever agree more with a referee. Kevin Love is feeling it. (laughs) He scored eight straight points, folks. Miami's up 13 in the first quarter. Minnesota legend. I hate Philadelphia so much. Yeah, fuck you. Especially the 76ers. But honestly, every Philadelphia team I really hate watching. (laughs) Go fuck them. And the Phillies have been really bad this season. Yeah, go away. You made your stupid little, your gay little World Series run. I'm sick of hearing all the seeing all these queers on fucking Twitter <laughs> tweeting about the himbos about the himbos on Philadelphia. Keep it in your pants. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I have to point out Respect the game. <laughs> <laughs> spend, Sit on your hands. Spend time with your loved ones. <laughs> anyway. Sit on your hands. <laughs> Tired of this. Freaking go away, you freak. Just leave me alone. If you're starting to feel that way about Alec Bohm, you should you should go pray. Nick Castellanos, I think, drives a lot of them mad. If you're start if you get if you start getting horny for Nick Castellanos, you should go to confession. Bad things happen when he hits home runs. You should pray to Jesus Christ. Fucking <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> Get over I'm sorry about the, I'm sorry about the Jesus joke. <laughs> really pushing that one. A bunch I, of guys I don't like on both of these teams, you know, if I'm being this honest. This is really like... Well, yeah, the Sixers are... Yeah. We, <laughs> I cannot wait for this we bullshit. Hate we under, everybody There's, understands. Why, would you, why wouldn't you? Yeah, come on. How could you not? The most complainy fucking team. I love that they can't get rid of Doc Rivers for some reason. We're going to go see this in theaters. Yeah. The Guy Ritchie Afghanistan War action movie. It's got all the guys in it. Wow. I thought it was like Bradley Cooper reprising his role as um, 
uh, I almost called him Kyle. Wait, hold guy. on a second. So Chris so Kyle. Is it one of those things when the release date is 421 that means there's like showings at 10 p.m. on 420? Probably. Yeah. Yes. We should go on Hitler's birthday. It's 419, isn't it? No, it's 420. All right. We should. I meant we should get really chonged up. <laughs> and just go cheer the screen on. <laughs> Yes! Every time the Taliban is on screen. (laughs) (laughs) Getting fully, fully hyped. Start throwing John McCain quotes out. Yeah. (laughs) Did you have a I hate the media to bring to the... Yes, I did. um, I feel like we're kind of done talking about the twins. We're excited. They look good. Four and two, you can't complain. Uh, let me pull it up in the athletic app. Four and two to start the season. Four and two to start uh, the season. A road they're trip. Coming home. For yeah, they spent the first weekend on the road. Um, I think we can sneak one on the Astros in the cold weather. Oh, I'll go yeah, sneaking. Bring it on. He's coming this way. Quick, swing the camera around. I hate the media. What's a good nickname for Ken Rosenthal? Hmm. Bowtie Ken. He does. A, he does wear bow ties. The bowtie bonehead. Ken. Bo- What's bow- Ken doing this bow-tie week? And you see, Steve Cohen went to Japan to see the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. Not because. Not because he likes baseball. Right. He wanted to go look at Shohei. Yeah. And Co- I guess Kodai Senga was probably... It's funny you mention him. Enter Otani if he is willing to play on the East Coast. The Mets are carrying a uh, $358 million payroll, according to fan graphs. Nice, nice. Get the plug. But that number drops to $236 million in yeah. 2024 when Carlos Carrasco comes off the books and $128 million in 2025 when Scherzer and Verlander might be gone. Kodai Senga is under contract through 2027 but presents a different kind of complication. Uh oh! As far as Otani is, does this concerned. have to do with the the the? I can't quite scrut these these celestial territory. <laughs> yeah, he starts talking. He starts writing like Al Swearingen. <laughs> Some Japanese players go on are uncomfortable. Yeah, being major league teammates with other Japanese players. Right. I'm I'm loving this. Because of the importance of seniority in Japan's hierarchical culture, (laughs) major league executives and agents say. Which ones? The relationship (laughs) the relationship between Senga and Otani one even exists. Yeah, these guys don't know each other. Is not known. <laughs> He's writing like Donald Rumsfeld. Yeah, this is so. Subject: Unknown knowns. That is to say, 
things that you think you know that it turns out you did not. Japanese guys can't be friends. The Mets could always trade Senga. This if, dude's like they're they're very they're very territorial creatures. Yeah, like <laughs> well, <laughs> the Japan the Japanese cannot the Japanese must fight. Yeah, like yeah. choose the ball and join your mother in death. They must according to the Bushido, they uh only one can remain, essentially. But only Japanese guys. Yes. This is only between Japanese guys. They're kind of like... By the way. <laughs> especially the American ones, be- or like the ones that came to America, because they're like Ronin. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're on the demon way in hell. They're, they're, That's <laughs> such a coming to America is choosing the demon way in hell. Oh, Christ. This is so funny. So stupid. This for is just a, for a hypothetical. Ken Rosenthal bangs Gong in, in the background. I want to reread that. The relationship between Sangha and Otani, if one even exists, is not known. The Mets could always trade Sangha if that was part of the price for landing Otani. They would trade him, not for Shohei Otani. But it would not necessarily be easy. Senga has a full no-trade clause through 2025. Why? Like, this is just, this is, I like that he's just like, this is just speculation. Uh, but anyway, here, I'm going to say it. Uh, here are all these details. I, I'm, I swear that agents have told me that Japanese guys, they just can't. It's it's like oil and it's like Everything oil and water. Scott Morris says about the Japanese is true. Just like they oh the, it's like it's hard to understand what their emotions are. <laughs> yeah, they're it's like elusive. they're Vulcans or something. Yeah, they are like Vulcans. Otani is not going to rule out the Mets from bidding, even if he prefers the West Coast. This, oh my god. This is just so Can f- I can I talk about this sentence yeah, just from go. a writer perspective? Otani is not going to rule out the Mets from bidding, comma. Even Pause. If, even if he prefers the West Coast, comma. Even if he wants to be the only Japanese player on his team. Period. Has that has has he ever indicated as such? And why are you writing sentences like James Joyce? What, like, like what is going on with your brain? This is so funny because like you my tiny little freak. My th- my thing has always been, oh, we should see if Shohei Otani wants to be with Kenta Vaeda because they're both Japanese. Maybe it would be nice to have another guy who speaks your language on the team, who isn't the translator. No, they're terribly. But, ter- yeah, but why would apparently, you? Should they have a like a guy gen t- translator? Yeah. But apparently I'm the They're asshole because so I didn't consider the cultural implications of having two Japanese guys on the same oh baseball God, team. I can't believe it. It's kind of it is. You know what? They're not like Vulcans. They're like Klingons. It's like any time on, on yeah. TNG when like another Klingon will wind up on the Enterprise for some diplomatic reason. 
and they're always shitty to Worf. And yeah. they're always like poking and prodding him. Battles that others can only dream of. The time for glory is here. It is not a time to worry about stabilizers. It is a time to celebrate for tomorrow you all may die. It's so funny to be like, well, here's actually the reason uh, the, uh, this can't happen. It's like, what are you talking about? These guys are paid millions of dollars. I think they'll pitch on the same rotation. Speaking of, uh, this is how he brings this all home. Oh, so let's just, because this sentence doesn't make sense either, but it makes slightly more sense in context. So I'm going to read the whole paragraph and then we're done. Otani is not going to rule out the Mets from bidding, even if he prefers the West Coast, even if he wants to be the only Japanese player on his team. Cohen is the ultimate stalking horse. Stalk, like, which version of stalking? Like a stalker. A stalking horse. He's carrying a record payroll. He's willing... He's willing to spend. Ken, Ken, is, is tampering a thing? Where's Ken's editor? He's willing to spend three hundred fifteen million dollars more on Carlos Correa. He's going to want Shohei Otani. Okay, that's that's cool. That'll be that'll be cool when Shohei Otani is available, which he's not right now. So he's he's just like, let me just talk about some bullshit here for yeah, a second. That's, Can that's I? Like, why the fuck? Why? Why the fuck? You were clearly really bored. I want to read you a, a quick passage because you just mentioned tampering from the top. Yeah. So so he texted Steve to ask why Steve went to Japan. Uh-huh. This is what Steve replied. Two reasons I was in Japan. I had my Asian portfolio manager and senior leadership off-site in Kyoto. And I combined it with a father-daughter's trip to Tokyo. I would have been there regardless of whether there was a game. Next paragraph. (laughs) Cohen, of course, cannot admit interest with Notani without violating the tampering rules. But let me ask him. Yeah. I hate you, Ken. What an irritating little man. He is Shut he up, is a tiny man. little guy. <sighs> I just love when, when baseball or when like sports writers try to like really get into the like the culture of foreign play athletes. Cause you see it all the time in baseball, just especially with like Dominican guys and yeah. especially with the Asian players. Like when Bianco Park was here and like the writers would be like, he seems pretty shy. He doesn't talk a lot. And it's like he's Korean. He doesn't he doesn't speak English, dude. Like, if you ever watch the Korean baseball organization, they throw they throw the bat like a thousand feet in the air if they hit a home run. They love bat flipping. Yes. They like to yeah, it's like they act like generation. D-Generation X hit a home run. <laughs> the bat flipping is like a sub-sport. Yeah, it's like a, a huge part of the game in there. Yeah, it's like a mini It's like a mini game. The fans love it. I just... It's just... I, and it's just like always betrays that they have no actual interest in like... 
life in the Dominican Republic, other than to know that it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> Same with the Venezuela. Oh, it's so tough. They're all they're good at baseball, though. <laughs> One quick note that was funny. Um, uh, Johan Santana popped into the broadcast. He did. Then he popped into the radio broadcast, which I was listening to for that game. <clears throat> You know, a little fun note is they asked him if uh, if he had taken the private jet in from Fort Myers. And he, he said, oh, no, por favor, it is only two hours away. I took a car. It's a quick drive. Huh? What a legend. Uh, he's the man. 17 strikeouts. Oh, that, that reminded me of uh, me bitching that when you sent me that. Uh, text about when Bonus was talking about how, like how easy it is to be a doctor in Venezuela. Oh yeah, <laughs> we were talking about like they were saying that Pablo Lopez was going to go to med school, and Bonus is just like, well, I mean, it's med school in Venezuela. It's just like they're stupid. It's like, what do you know? <laughs> what do you know about Jesus. that, pal? You know how those people are, God, dude. What the fuck are you talking? Communists. He's, he's just like the the crank is the boomers coming out. The boomers slipping out. Yeah, I see you. Go drink some beer. Yeah, why don't you go gain a couple pounds? Why don't you go take a ten k, five k? What was it? I don't. Remember. He is a hilarious looking man, though. He does sort of. I could never like put my finger on it, even after all these years of like what he resembles. It's on site with this oh, guy. So let's talk about WrestleMania quick. Yeah, let's talk oh, about yeah. WrestleMania. Getting pinned down on the mat. <laughs> Cody lost. Cody lost. So that's the important thing, really. It was a really funny bag fumbling because night one was so good. Night one People was, were so pumped after night one. Night one was incredible, you guys. Uh,. It was a really solid show, and night two just—it was like it was like good, but it was it it didn't quite have the same fluidity and momentum of night one, but it had good stuff at the very least. And the main event was good for the most part. I was with it, and then it just ended the same way that they all end. Oh. Roman won after some interference. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was, was just like. It was the most. It was the most shocked I've ever been watching a wrestling show. I can. I think I can confidently say. I listened I, back to our episode, and we were both pretty confident. I've been. I've been very confident. I've been very confident about Cody. I thought it was Cody time. They folks. did it again, folks. Oh my God! The Fed did it again. You did not a toad us so. Yeah, this is. No. They towed us so. They towed us so. Uh, this was a fuck you, a fuck you the fans Yo, move for vinced. the ages. We got vinced, and in in coinciding with that, like the with the sale the sale of the company, and mm-hmm. now supposedly Vince is like executive and uh, has said that he wants to be in charge of the high level creative or whatever. And no, suppose, he said he wasn't going to, and then but, he just was, and then he was sitting at gorilla position he at the Raw lied. after he WrestleMania. Just straight up lied. He's the fucking man, and I gotta hand it to him. It is so funny that he is going to like see. He sees that like 
Triple H is doing a pretty good job. It was pretty hot. People were pretty pumped. And then just being like, I don't care. I'm going to do this my way. I'm 78 and brain damaged. I have a, I've dyed my eyebrows. I, I have a mustache now. He looks like the dad from the Mrak show. And he like slurs really bad when he talks now. Like he sounds awful. And it's so cool. It's his company. He is the WWE. He's so good. But it was but WrestleMania overall was really good. <laughs> we were excited. We were really excited. Especially after Saturday. If if it had, if if Cody if that if that finish just goes slightly different, if yeah. Cody hits the third Cross yeah, if it's road, the same match with Roman right there at that moment, if they make that one change, it's probably an all timer. Yeah, they, it's like a WrestleMania X7, you know, whatever the other good ones are. I don't know. It's that level of spectacle and show. Night one was so good overall, and night two had some incredible stuff. It had uh, it had the, the three-way, the IC match uh, between Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre, and they all beat the crap out of each other. It was awesome. Yeah, that and it ended with Gunther slamming him on top of each other. It was a three way that I didn't hate, which is yeah. which says a lot. <laughs> uh, at least for me, I am not a fan of the three way match. One of my least favorite. I'm a man. I'm a. I'm a it's simple man. Because I like three subs. <laughs> yes, but this isn't. This is not the same. Uh, <laughs> that's all. If you think uh, about it, false equivalence. <laughs> Thank you. Well, if wrestling is like dancing, and dancing is like sex. Well, there you and go. You figured it out. Someone took a logic class. <laughs> but that match was, was awesome. That was definitely the highlight of the second day. Yeah. Um, I, th- I still would say my favorite match was Rhea and... Charlotte Flair, which oh. I was not expecting to they, believe. They absolutely blew me but they, away. But they I killed agree. it. Um, they, that that one, and it sneaks up on you if you that match like it starts off kind of slow. Yeah, they worked it the way I like working it very nicely, and by the end of it, it gets very violent. Yeah. Charlotte takes some crazy bumps. They, She's just landing like face first. They on, took on their time. Complexes. People always shit on New Japan matches because they say like the first ten minutes don't mean anything mm-hmm. because they're just wrestle hell the first 20 and uh it's like no they're having a good time they're wrestling get over yourself it can't all be the high spots the whole time shut up yeah that shit was uh and uh, they killed it i i really enjoyed that match they did uh seth rollins and logan, logan paul, paul. grand old time uh yeah ksi Logan Paul's buddy KSI was uh he was like was the, the prime like energy drink prime. or whatever the fuck. And Seth Rollins when Logan was was about to to do a big splash from the top turnbuckle through the announcer's table and was doing a Triple H spit the water out into the air. And while he was distracted Seth pulled KSI onto the table in his place and Logan Paul splashed him instead, which was an awesome spot. Yeah. They had a they had a just a great fun match. Really. Rey Mysterio beat his son. Oh, yes. Oh, it was that shit. That shit ruled. Dominic was actually pretty good. Dominic's entrance, you both can't. their entrances, incredible. Dominic entered. Did, did you see any of this, Val? No. 
Did you yeah. came in in a in a corrections vehicle in handcuffs because he he and spent that one day in jail and he was dressed like oh he, yeah that, did you text me about this I think so okay. and it was awesome he uh. He was dressed kind of like uh, Eddie was, right? Or he like, was dressed like Ray. He yeah, was, he was wearing kind of the Ray, uh, the Halloween havoc. He had the famous mask on. Mask. And he took it off like halfway to the ring, but he came out like in handcuffs, and he had like a bunch of cops like escorting him yeah. to the ring. It was it was awesome. And then they had a fun match, and Ray beat him. Mm-hmm. He uh, he uh, took a he took a, the drink from his sister at ringside, and then threw it in her face. It's very hot. <laughs> By the way, interesting. Huge butt. He got slapped by his oh. mom. Oh, yeah. I, actually, I saw that somewhere. Yeah, I think I saw it in the clip. Re- I saw a highlight reel or something. It was good stuff. It was really the highlight good package. Stuff. And uh, and the main event of night. Did one. I just turn the TV on by pointing at it? I don't what? know what. Uh, it just started because I pointed at it. Travel Wisconsin. Oh. <laughs> I, that's that's it's, wild. It's because it's because it loves you. It's because the TV loves you. But the main event of night one, the, the tag event team. Of night one, yes, the the undisputed tag team, A great WWE tag, tag team, team titles. I didn't see those. The Usos yeah. against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, the true like emotional high of the show of of all of WrestleMania. I do That's think the cool. Usos kind of have it. I think I've seen enough matches where I've been pretty impressed. I'd say they're like the ultimate high floor, low ceiling. Like tag team wrestlers, but they've been capable with, but with good story, they're obviously yeah, capable. Yeah, they've, they've been they've been working their ass off this last year. This story's been so good, and then it was really like really satisfying conclusion. Really fun match, great drama. I think Sammy and Kevin are are brilliant. They're they're fun together. Yeah. Uh, Do you remember that hardcore match the Usos did with New Day, where they like crucified? Um, I don't. It's wild. It sounds pretty fun. I've seen a few of them. They've, I do love me a good crucifixion. I know, so, uh, but there's a there's one. What's the what's the who's the tiny one that was in the sex tape? Xavier Woods. Yes, they like crucify Xavier Woods on the turnbuckle, like the outside. Oh, sure. And they like beat him in the tummy with kendo sticks for like a long time. They can be brutal. I mean, they super kicked Sammy five bajillion times. That's that true. Uh, but it, and it all ended with Sammy hitting Jay with three straight Haluva kicks, and then Kevin uh, Kevin hit a stunner on Jimmy to the to get him out of the ring so they could yeah. get the pin. That's true. I saw it. Great moment of just Kevin Owens' face after right after they win. You can just see the I can't believe we just did that. I can't believe we won. And they could have done that. On night two. They could have done it again. It could have been a, oh. an, an exciting, good match. Could have been had. But they and they decided to. And it's like it feels like it just sucked the, everything good away. You know, it just feels like, oh, no, they're it, they're at it again. It, it was such a shock. I was so I was we just were both so just like, like, oh, man, we're about to see like this is going to be like history. The, there's gonna right. be the end of this really long title reign. It's about to happen. It feels like it's the right time. It's the right guy, and he was about to do it too. He hit the he hit, hit the two crossroads. Cross he had him in there for the third one. But Paul Heyman gets up on the apron. Yeah. Solo Sokoa, who had been ejected, ejected from, from ringside. ringside earlier, comes back with a hoodie on. Yeah, it's that- the Samoan spike. 
Roman hits the spear. One, two, three. Oh. MVP Joel Embiid is being beaten by 22 on his home floor. Yeah, and by Kevin Love. Owned. He's Before getting cooked by Kevin half. Love. He's going into the half of the 22-point deficit. P.J. Tucker, they love seeing him shoot. Oh Any team. Oh, my God. MVP right here. It's got to be Giannis. <laughs> Just, I got to be frank with you. Yeah, sure. come on. Uh, what is this? But I have at, at least one more WrestleMania thing, if, if if you don't think of anything else you want. But there's one Spit. thing that we definitely need to talk about. Spit on uh, it. So The Miz hosted oh, WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, uh, and he it was The Miz and Snoop Dogg. You sure? Uh, and on night one, they did this thing where The Miz talked about, like, oh... Uh, Snoop Dogg said, "Like, oh, Miz, it would only thing that could make this better is if you had a match." And Miz was like, "Oh, I did an open challenge on social media. Nobody like, answered. Nobody, nobody accepted it. So here I am hosting it." And then Pat McAfee came out. Oh, bully! He was like, "Oh, nobody saw this because Miz was lying." And then they had an impromptu match, and it was whatever. George Kittle got involved. But then night two, they come out and they're doing clearly they're doing, doing the, the same, same the same shtick. Miz comes out and he's like, "How dare you do this to me, Snoop? You you." You betrayed me. You made me fight a match against George Kittle got involved, so it was it was a two on one match basically. Uh, and then, uh, and then <laughs> the music plays. Oh, Here, comes the money! Here comes the money. Out comes Shane McMahon. Shane O'Mac. Challenge. Have you have you heard about this, Val? No. This was oh. this was amazing. Ray and I were going nuts. I was guffawing. This was incredible. Uh, so Shane McMahon comes out to challenge the Miz. On night two. He's doing the whole routine. He's yeah, doing the bopping does, around, yeah, doing the, the, high st- the, the the quick feet, and then he like runs down to the ring, and they have this huge. He sprints ramp, to the ring, the world's longest ramp down to the ring, and he runs down, and he gets there, and the crowd's going nuts for Shane. And, he, and Shane gets to the ring, and he's and he's just he's, he's fucking he's so blown up, he's just gassed, and he's like, hey, you you have no idea, you have no idea how much it means to me. LA. Yeah, he's just, oh he's just, no! Yeah. How's the crowd doing? And they start they start this impromptu match. Yeah. And he th- he throws Miz. He he I, he whips him into the ropes. He drops, drops down. Th- he does a leapfrog, and, and then he then buckles. He, then his knee buckles, and he goes down. Oh, he tries to get up, no. and he can't and, get up. Yeah. And then Snoop Dogg just kind of walks over to him, and he's like, he's like, "Hey, you okay, man?" And then he turns to the Miz and he and he says and he just says no nah, he's just like it ain't going down like that and he just punches Miz in the face yeah he gets up he punches him again and then he drops the best people's elbow in the history of the world and yeah, they just kind of like shuffle Shane out of the ring and he hits this he he the elbow he like actually jumps in the air and drops this elbow on the Miz Snoop Dogg does but like okay. it's it's so incredible fucking. He leapfrogs and like instantly just crump, just goes hits the mat and like is trying to get up and like the Miz is like he hits the ropes and turns around and just sees him lying there and like he's like trying to get up so Miz just runs by him again to hit the ropes on the other side <laughs> and Shane like just like as he's like trying to twist to like face the other direction just like falls and 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 like some guys get in there and they're immediately like getting him out of there and the Miz is just like wandering around the, the ring just like looking around <laughs> And finally, Snoop Dogg just kind of like shows up. 
It was incredible. And I Snoop, was Snoop Dogg's on it so fast. Yeah, too. It, really an incredible <laughs> job by Snoop. Take, uh, you know what I mean? Like, how much time are we talking here? It was. It felt like. I mean, it felt like forever, but it was I mean, like it was a too, couple minutes. It, I mean, it was long, but it was. But you'd be amazed at how fast from the from Shane entering. It's yeah, it's real quick. It's probably like ten minutes total the whole segment and but like and he, it turns out i thought he like tore his acl or something but it turns out he blew his quad oh, the fucking family injury the same injury vince got when he went entered the royal rumble when he blew his quad oh, yeah. getting in the ring that's incredible and, the, triple and the triple h injury the blown quad now stephanie needs to come back yeah, and <laughs> We need the we need Stephanie to blow her quad. It was just just to hear just to see like Shane come back, blow his quad, and then the next day Vince is on like CNBC talking with Ari Emanuel about how the merger or whatever. It's just like hell yes, dude. dude. Yeah, you've, you've the shit is back. It was it was so funny. It was incredible. It was one of the best things. It was on night two, so it was one of the best things that happened. On night yeah, two. that it was truly a highlight of the whole thing. Because the Hell in a Cell between Finn and Edge was, it was strange because oh, yeah. like, Finn got absolutely obliterated. Yeah, Shane, Shane McMahon cursed the show. Yeah, I think Shane McMahon cursed the show because he he blew his quad and then him, then Finn Balor got like busted the he, fuck open. Yeah, he took really a ladder in the Hell in a Cell. Like just like oh, no. Edge just threw a ladder at him and it just hit him in the face like clearly right in the bad way and like so they had a doctor come in and 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 cole on commentary was like and the door is open oh. for the medic oh, yeah. and and all that happened was that oh. the medic stapled his forehead shut and left we thought, nothing yeah, we, happened we thought it was we thought it was a work because like <laughs> because like cole's just like did the classic like announcer thing is like the door is open uh-huh. And then just I was just like, so who's gonna like run it? Like right. someone's gonna run in, yeah, and then it never happened. And then they just like finished the match. Okay. Yeah, but they finished it like relatively quickly. Like yeah, I, I bet it, I it bet was it a was... sub twenty minute Hell in a Cell. It was yeah. like really strange. They, he got he got he got fucked, fucked up. up. There's like a picture of it on yeah. Instagram. And like, of, like he did his head, bleed his head with all these staples, and they ble- he bled all over the mat and everything. But and they like changed the mat out for the main event. That was annoying as shit. It took forever. But it'd be you know. so funny because if I was there and that happened, I'd be like, "Yeah." Well, yeah, that's what the it was. It's kind of a weird thing. It's like, well, that was like, like that's what you're looking for. That's what precedent is for the Hell in a Cell. At least right. it's just like at least some real violence yeah. and like to have like the medic come in and just like take care of the guy and then just like leave and then they're like, "Okay, keep doing the match." It kind of like feels like it betrays the whole concept somewhat. And I understand that like there's nothing they could do like they had to take care of him or whatever. But it's just like just finish the fucking match. Honestly, like if he's bleeding that bad, why continue it? Just like get it do the pin one two three edges like I fucking killed it. I like I shoot I shot, I hit him too hard with the ladder. Oops. Will you forget how long Sometimes, like it's it's a good reminder of how long the the Owen Hart Steve Austin broken neck match goes on after because he's just like walking around. He's just like I did it, Austin. It goes on for a while. Well, then nothing nothing else happens. Yeah, they don't do any moves or anything. But he is just like Austin does the world's worst roll up. Is that's like all he can do? Yeah, he just kind of because like Owen backs into him because he's like celebrating or whatever. Austin doesn't wrestle after that. 
in that. It's match. not like uh, Hell in a Cell where but Foley it, fe- does a it just feels like it takes driver. forever. Well, it do- oh it does, yeah, time slows down. Yes, because yeah. it's just like the referee talking to him forever, yeah. while Owen just like walks around being like, "Woo!" Yeah, just celebrate. I, love I just broke your neck. Yeah, I can't feel nothing. <laughs> I can't feel. You whipped nothing. your ass last Thursday. <laughs> Is that funny? I can't Is that feel humorous? my penis. Humorous. What? What? Is that funny? You talk about how there's just another victim. You suck. Great stuff. One of the best promos of all time because the, the crowd is like not sure if they're supposed to cheer for him or not because they hate Steve Austin. But then he's yelling at the WCW guys. You suck. That's the that that's the invasion <laughs> angle, folks. I think it's like the first like wh- it's like the first time he uses what too in a promo. It's, At least the, in the way that he started using it. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's one. It's, he basically started sure. using what the same way that like Ric Flair said woo. Kind of where you just like throw yeah, it in yeah, the conversation. For sure. for sure. The take the private woo jet. <laughs> We're still recording, aren't we? We could probably stop. We could probably wrap it up for this week. We bum give ankles. You everything we have. We're the bum ankles. Every time Carlos Correa does anything, I do yell, "Oh my ankle!" That's my bum ankle. <laughs> That's my bum. He ankle. is the he's the patron saint of the show. He is the bum. He has the bum the most bum ankle of all time, and he is the namesake of the first episode. I think I do. I, probably I gave us five a five star rating. Like well. and subscribe. Speaking of following, follow me on Twitter at, at make, make it a large. large. Make it a large. Bye bye, folks. Bye bye. Gotta say about Fuck that. Fuck you. Bye. Off. Off. Good night. Off.